Hello, guys. Welcome to the third installment of our Hotspot podcast. We're coming to you live on Thursday, February 24th. As always, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Music. It's now on YouTube and Google Podcasts as well. So basically anywhere you listen to your podcast, um, remember to follow Hawks Nest on Instagram. You know, we're partnered with them and uh, always looking for uh, to send followers their way. And, you know, they support us. You know, we're looking to build our brand on Instagram. You can follow our Instagram at at hotspot underscore pod. You know, we, we throw out clips on there and uh, trailers for our future episodes. So, you know, if you're a true, true follower and you want to know what we're putting out there next, be on the lookout for that. Uh, what's up, guys? Uh, today we're going to have some pretty good conversations. Uh, first thing we're going to be talking about is the super team argument. Guys, what are your takes on super teams in the NBA right now? They suck. <laughs> Good take. So, you know, the way the NBA, I think, looks right now, the, the way the teams are structured, you know, you only have five guys on the court at one time. And if you don't have two superstars, two guys that are, you know, signed to max contracts and getting boatloads of money every year and making the all-star game, you're not very competitive and you're never really a top four seed unless you have a really good team, a brand of team basketball. And, you know, I think it's just a lot different than what it used to be. But the Bucks aren't a super team, and they won last year, though. So that proves, like, even the super teams can be beaten. Well, they have Giannis, who's probably I mean, the best player Gian- in the league. Giannis is second a super best team by, LeBron, by himself. LeBron's not the best player. LeBron is the best player in the NBA. Giannis is but that's besides the point. Um, I think that you don't need to have a super team to win. I think that super teams prove effective in the regular season more than the playoffs. In the playoffs, it's all about like chemistry, and it's hard to win four games in the playoffs, especially. So it's all about chemistry, and people got to come together and win. That's why, like, I think that chemistry is the reason why teams will win in the playoffs. But in the regular season, definitely a super team could be seen as unfair, especially like I don't know what do you call like a super team in today, like the Nets. Would you call that a super team right now? I would say Not what, right now. what they tried to do like last year is they were trying to form a super team there. You know, I mean, you have every right. Oh, they just did that as again, an though. NBA player, NBA Kyrie team Durant and to Spencer bring in all those so players. That's a big to piggyback on your point, you're right. It takes chemistry down the road to, you know, win a championship. Like I think when going into the, the bubble tournament, you know, the Disney World tournament um, during COVID, you know, late in June and July, I don't think – anyone thought the heat were going to come out of it, but you know, they were a team of like, you know, gritty guys that band together. And, you know, it turns out they made the conference, uh, you know, they won their conference and then they came out of the East, but you know, it's just, you see these super teams and they're good in the regular season. And then I think they fall apart in the playoff either because of injury or ego. And so you're right about the chemistry, you know, making teams go far. But, you know, the NBA is a business, and so the way they market it, they, they support the formation of these super teams. They want to see all the big names on one team because it's easy for them to market and brand, and it brings in a lot more money. Like, yeah, that Nets team, the guys played 16 games together, but, like, there was a lot of buzz around it. But when it came time for playoffs, I mean, they lost to the Bucks, and I mean, the Bucks were a better they were team. They were hurt. Um, you know, you see teams like the, uh, you know, the – Warriors, when they fell apart and, you know, they lost to the Cavs, I think the Cavs were a lot more well-rounded team. And, you know, then they went and signed Kevin Durant and then they won two championships in a row. And I don't think anyone bet against that happening. And then their run was finally ended by the Raptors when they started falling apart and getting hurt. What do you guys think uh, the first, like, super team was? 
Paul Celtics big three. I think that I was, would agree. That was, I think yeah. the Celtics big three. They had Paul Maybe Pierce even and they brought in Kevin Kevin Garnett and uh, Ray Allen, and that was really big. And they turned it around. They won forty one more games, I think, the year after they Something brought him. It's it's the record. It's the biggest turnaround in NBA history for yeah. games won. And then they won the championship. Obviously, well, I think I think this year the super team is probably the Bulls. And the you Bulls guys, are a super uh, team. Don't agree. DeRozan, Levine, Vucevic. I mean, I Kobe think Kobe White's pretty good. Demar Derozan's having a hell of a year, but yeah. like, yeah, I, I don't think, think those. Suns. I don't think those guys are around and making a super team. I think they're a very Suns. good team, and they're Who's, built around. Those guys Mark. are all all stars. The Suns, they're right. at least previous all stars. The, the Suns, Suns are so good with Booker, Chris Paul, like, DeAndre. They, they're a very good team. I don't know. Like they're not what I think of when I think of a super team. Like they the, draft, I'm trying to think of they drafted a super team and I think yeah, they drafted Booker. I mean they brought in Chris Paul or they traded, it's more they traded for Chris Paul. They also have the best chemistry in the NBA, I think most Who? people the Suns. Suns. Most people can agree with that. Well that's just in part from Chris Paul too. Yeah, he he's having he a good chemistry. point that makes it work easier. And yeah, somebody who sure. can pass the ball, he's like yeah. top. But like but like realistically, you look at the super teams, like there's no team with more than three superstars on it. Like you're saying, the Suns. I mean, the last the, and one Aiton, that was. Aiton's like, eh. Aiton's, Aiton's not. I wouldn't. Great. I would say Vucevic's better than Aiton. Aiton's very good. Though. So eight, yeah, no, Aiton's great. But like everyone else is like pairs, like Embiid and Harden, Durant, Irving, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Durant, Irving, you're forgetting about Ben Simmons, who's coming. Oh well, he's been hurt. Who knows how good he is when he comes back? Ben Simmons, he is a great player. He team killer, bad attitude, great player. I think. Uh, do you think the Warriors could be considered a super team now that uh, Clay is back? I don't think Clay is all that. Anymore. I think Curry's just. Still, you don't think Clay's still, all still that? good, but he's still I still dropping twenty I points a game. I still think that the Bulls are more stacked. Oh, he's than putting ever. up twenty points Curry's a game off the, Most people wouldn't play again after it's, Clay's injuries. It's facts. Yeah, that's true. Torn Achilles, come, 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 come come MCL. Towards MCO and no, that's right. Because then you got Kaminga and Wiseman and Green and stuff. The Warriors are pretty loaded. They're deep. They're deep. They have a good bench. Yeah. Yeah, and the Warriors for some reason. I think more of this speaks to though is the NBA. I mean, I think most leagues are, but I think the NBA more than most leagues is very top heavy. Like a lot of these yeah. bottom teams, they're small market teams, but they have like almost no one. They suck. Like, like the, the Magic. Magic have <laughs> like Mo know. Bamba or no, he's not even there anymore. He sucks. Though. Though. Is Jonathan yeah. Isaac there? They have a. Uh, they have Cole they have Anthony. Cole Anthony's Cole really Anthony. good. He's really, really good. good on a bad team. He's but it sounds like you know that team's definitely making no money, bringing in no fans. Um, Absolutely not. It's. Have you seen the pictures of the stadium with during the games? There's nobody there. There's no one there. I just feel like I mean, your best bet as a league. I feel. I mean, this is hard to do, and this will never happen in any league. This is more of a, like a utopian idea. But uh, you know, make spread the talent, spread the wealth, make every team a lot better. I feel like it'd be easier to do with basketball because there's only five guys on the floor at a time for each team. But like. You know, if you can turn on any basketball game and it's a competitive game, I feel like that makes it a lot more interesting. And it's more interesting to see, like, how these teams do and stack up with each other. Well, they tried to do that with uh, – remember the when Chris Paul was leaving New Orleans? And like he was – Yeah, it? he was trying to go to the Lakers and they the NBA rejected the yeah, trade. Yeah. They, I think – oh, my – imagine how good that team would have been with Chris Paul in his prime. Cause, like, right, because he was young and upcoming. He oh wanted to get God. out of that really crappy uh, – it was the Pelican. Or the, they it was the Hornets, the Hornets the time, back right? then, yeah. He tried to get out of there. He would have joined Kobe. Who else was there? Kobe. There was – Gasol. Gasol. Gasol was probably there, yeah. Was Howard there at that point? I don't think it was that early, but it yeah. might have been. But uh, 
Yeah, but it's just interesting to see. You don't. I feel like the NBA should step in with a couple of these trades that go through. Not even because like the teams are overpowered, but like it's just leaving a lot of teams to be really like crappy, and it kind of kills the market. And, like these players, I get that they should have a voice, but a lot of them have too much of an ego, and they like they see like the way LeBron works, where he plays with the guys he wants to play with, but not everyone can be LeBron. Like. Exactly. People just want to go. I, I get you want to be successful, but I feel like you know if you want to build your brand as an NBA player, you should you know get a team around you, and you know you got to form chemistry with these guys. Basketball is a very flowy game. Like yeah, you can hog the ball and get your points, but you know you got to you can see these teams where the guys like each other and they know how to play with each other. It just works so much better, mm-hmm. even if they're not as talented. I think the NBA has really shown in the past two years that in order for a team to win, they got to have defense. Yes. And I think defense has become the most, probably I'd say the most important part of basketball. The Hornets have like a fire offense. Their offense is crazy good, but their defense is so bad. And right now they're like the 10 seed. LaMelo, no one can play defense. They're letting up like 130 points. Who's their best defender, Bridges? Bridges is like, and He's like mid at defense. Mason Plumlee sucks at defense. Mason Plumlee just sucks sucks at everything. (laughs) He's terrible. The Hornets, if they can fix their defense, but I mean, they're if they had like I'd say even if like they could a bring decent, in Pat if Bev, had, if, if they, they could bring in yeah, Pat if Bev, if they had like a decent defense, I'd say they're a top five seed in the East, but they're number ten. So yeah, it's just it's so. I bad. mean, Lamelo has been Lamelo's so just Mel, well, Lamelo doesn't care at defense. Like you watch him on defense, he doesn't even try. Like he lets yeah. the guy run by. You think him. the Hornets make the playoffs? I think they make the yeah. play-in. I don't think they make the playoffs. I think they make the play-in. I think they actually do make the playoffs. How did it work last year? Wasn't there like there was play-in games? It's uh, the eight plays the ten, or no, the seven plays doing, the ten. Are they doing it the same the way nine. this year? Yeah. So it's the top like ten teams the, make it. The bottom four. So eight plays ten, or sorry, seven plays ten, eight plays nine, in like a mini series, and then the winners of those games go to the actual playoffs i think that's better structure i think you know you get more teams in the playoffs i mean the good teams are still going to win but it's good to give those you know teams a chance to sell tickets and give get their fans back into it and it's more basketball more basketball but i feel like a lot of these guys like they just don't feel like they have enough to play for like you should always that's why college basketball is better college basketball is always better because they have something in mind like uh the playoffs are uh, good in nba because like it filters out all the bad, like the bad teams that don't yeah. have anything to play for. Especially like the finals. Yeah, I mean the finals are fun. Finals are good to watch. I'd rather watch March Madness. I'd rather watch March Madness. March Madness. Is we'll, we'll do some March Madness. Oh I guess, yeah. soon. Yeah, March is coming up. We'll definitely have some good March Madness episodes. I can't wait to watch that. I mean, oh my god! I gotta get steady and I gotta know what teams. It was a there was a year. triple overtime game last I night. I watched that. Who do we got winning? It was March Madness. Early March pick. Madness prediction right now. I'm going to honestly, I think I'm going to go Kentucky. Kentucky? I, I I'm going to go Kentucky. I'll have to, I'll Bro, have to figure that out. I you know, no I, I got to go with my Devils. Oh, God. <laughs> I got to go with my Devils. Bro. Duke is a fraud. Duke is. What do you mean? Dude, Pablo's nasty. Yeah, but he plays like five minutes and he sweats too much and has to sit down. <laughs> He's kidding? like that sweating problem. <laughs> we have a, Duke has a couple really Duke, good players. No, Duke so. is good, Duke but is I don't good. think that they win. Well, it's I Coach think, K's last year. I think, I think they. Better. I think Duke makes their lead better. I think, Zags is a good. I think Purdue is better. I just forgot about Purdue. No one can guard the Zach Eddy. The really, he's huge. He's their Purdue's, center. They're not. Jaden Ivy is. They're not going to win. Jaden Ivy is so good. No, I, I think Purdue could actually win it. Purdue's probably. You know, yeah. UVM. UVM. You know, seed? University of Vermont. Fourteen seed, Purdue? I think. Purdue will be a one seed. Or- Top two seed. Are they, yeah, are they winning the Big Ten? 
I think so. Is it Michigan bad this year? Yes. <laughs> I don't think terrible. Michigan's going to make it. I don't think they will. Michigan State Gotta makes it. That. I think they're Michigan uh, State, seven. Gotta Michigan State will make seven? it. Seven? Six? Right. I think the last bracketology they were like. I think they were seven seed, but they keep dropping. They keep losing games. They suck. Bro, they them. got smoked by got Iowa. Embarrassed by Iowa game. the other night. I didn't even watch. They'll it. make the work, tournament though. They they'll they'll make, make the, the tournament, but they aren't going to go far. Hopefully, they do. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, next year they got a good recruiting class. I'm pretty sure. Didn't don't don't they? Uh, I, don't I thought so. I thought this they year, dude, this year their class UNC is going to be nice next year. Could be, yeah. UNC is gonna be nice. It's gotta be so hard to recruit for basketball. I mean, Duke Duke usually has the best recruiting program in basketball, but now that yeah, what do you think is gonna happen? Now that Coach Coach K, K I think Duke is gonna go through it. I think they're gonna. I don't think anybody's gonna want to go there. They'll take an off year, like people people only go to Duke to play for Coach K basketball. That's fair. He's like the greatest college coach ever. Yeah. And now that he's retiring, like, well, do you think there's someone on deck to step in? Uh, yeah, it's the assistant coach. You, you think they're just going to put the assistant coach in the head coaching role? I'm pretty sure yeah. they will. No, Coach K already. There was somebody else that was going to take it. I think it was like the Stanford coach or something. He no. was going to take it, but Coach K was like, no, we're giving it to this guy instead. Because I'm pretty sure he's been there for a while. Yeah. Good, 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 good luck. Um, I'm kind of getting off topic here. Yeah. We'll do college basketball once the bracket drops. Yeah. So. yeah, definitely, definitely. Or during conference week or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into our next topic. What do you think? Yeah, so uh, right now we're going to go over. Each of the guys came up with something to bring on the podcast. Um, we're going to be doing our individual sports Mount Rushmore. So basically four guys who we think like deserve to be – I did mine based on like American sports, so all my guys are from the United States. But, you know, across all major sports, and you can, you know, bring in the Olympics and some other sports. I just – I came up with four guys. And they don't even have to be the greatest, but I just, you know, these to me these are four guys that I really feel that – they should be up there. Um, anyone want to go first? I can go first. All right. All right. So, uh, you know, you got to look for guys who made the game, like, just revolutionize and pioneered the game. So I know you guys are going to hate me for saying it. First, I got to go LeBron. I got to go LeBron. Just let me finish. <laughs> then I got to go with uh, Wayne Gretzky, the great one, greatest hockey player ever. He's the, one of the most undeniably goaded yeah, athletes no, he's, ever. He's the go to hockey. Yeah. Easily. Then you got Very Tiger Woods. And then for an international sport, I got Pele in there. Pele? I got Pele. I like it. I like the way he influenced soccer. And I think – I don't think there's ever going to be somebody who's reached so many people in the world. Yeah, I I agree with that. I feel like the way he took over as, like, you know, an international soccer player, he he left a legacy behind. Do you think – Messi or Ronaldo? I think the only – I don't think Ronaldo could. No, I feel like they're the two goats, though. I think – I feel like we I mean I, I don't follow soccer too closely, but we lived they might be better. We witnessed Pele. I think the greatest era of, of like soccer, soccer ever because Messi. I think Messi and Neymar I think I mean I think Messi's the best. Soccer sorry, player. Messi and Ronaldo are like well, Neymar still really you got good. Neymar, you got who else do you got? Mo Salah. Yeah. yeah. But I mean I Pele Pele had like Madonna, who's dirty. But um Maradona. Um, but I think I think Messi's the goat soccer. To be honest, yeah, I think it goes Messi, Pele, and Ronaldo are top three. I think yeah. most people can agree with that. I don't watch soccer, but yeah, yeah, I don't either. I don't watch anything. I don't know anything about soccer. I, but I think that's good. I know that. All right, that. Jack, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. So I mine is mainly focused on dominance. Just these guys just dominating their sport for years. So my first one, Tom Brady. Can't go wrong. Seven rings. Like, it's never been done in football. Probably never again. People were saying Mahomes when he came in and lit up the league, but that clearly isn't going to happen with the talent in the AFC now. So I got Brady. 
on the first first head. The second one, I'm going Jordan, greatest basketball player of all time. Um, third, uh, I got Tiger Woods. Share that with Andy. I don't follow golf as much, so but dominant. he just yeah, he just to win. I mean, 83 tournaments and leave like he, he stopped golf for a while. Yeah. He obviously had some personal I mean, issues, and to come back and yeah. still win it. Uh, and insane. I know you're talking right. Now. I just want to say something. Yeah. Tiger Woods. So the guy who's tied with him, Sam Snee, mm-hmm. they have the same amount of wins. Sam Snee had, I'm pretty sure it was like a 47 year career. Damn. Yeah. And Tiger Tiger's been playing since 97. Yeah. So Tiger. And then took like shorter. a couple of years break, and he's not. Playing so what is that? 25 years for Tiger? Something like that. Yeah. I bet he. And then my last that. one. This is a little curveball. Um, I don't. Even, I didn't know if either of you guys would have him. I didn't expect it, but the Olympics, greatest athletes in the whole world. I'm putting Michael Phelps on my Mount Rushmore. I, I like that. 28 I mean, total medals. I mean, 23 gold medals. One of the greatest Olympians ever. Yeah, like it's that the Olympics is where the best pl- uh, athletes from all over the world compete, and he yep. just dominated them for so can't many go wrong years. With that. Can't just, go wrong with that. It's unreal. So that's my. Those are my four. Moving on to my four. Um, I didn't know Jack's list going into this, but I'm just. I mean, I can just say my first three: Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Michael Phelps. <laughs> oh, you did have Phelps. Yes, I decided to do two Olympians in here, um, mostly because I mean, yeah, Tom Brady won seven rings. We'll probably never see that again. Michael Jordan, I feel like he he did it first. You know, he got the six rings in his prime. He his team didn't win or didn't not win the championship. So that's I feel like that's just an unreal stat um, when he played. And then I think this has some recency bias, and I'm really bummed that you know I I loved watching this guy grow up, and I think he's been. You know, one of the most inspirational people in his sports, but also, a, you know, another Olympian, three-time gold medalist, Sean White. I feel like he's yep. just one of the goats. You know, when it comes he to revolutionized that, snowboarding. I, he, he blew he it out it. of the water. Yeah. He, he grew the sport so much, and he's like an international superstar in so many disciplines. I feel like when you think of snowboarding, everyone knows who Sean White is, mm-hmm. and you just think of someone flying through the air, boosting out of the half pipe, and just doing things that – Originally, we didn't think we're here. Oh, 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 oh. It's just, I feel like, you know, someone might, you know, go break his records. People might be doing better tricks, but he did it first. He was there first. And yeah. everything's possible because he, you know, paved the way. Yep. Yep. Do you want to do your uh, random one, Jack? Oh, we yeah. We also have okay. <laughs> some random out Rushmore's. We thought it'd be fun for the podcast to just pick a topic and say a couple things that we think are the Mount Rushmore's of that topic. So Jack, you want to go first? My Mount Rushmore is for trap artists. Listen okay. to a lot of music. Um, so my first one, I'm going Travis Scott, the greatest trap artist of all time, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I think his best song, Oh My Dis Side, that's kind of a hot take, but that's, what, right. that's I think right. his best song. Number two, I don't listen to this guy as much, but it's Future. Yep. Uh, he's still like just one of the goats. Yeah, like you can't. So many albums, so many hits. I think the best future song, a lot of people say Coding Crazy, March Madness is my favorite. Stick Talk. March Madness? Stick, no, I like Stick Talk. Oh, okay. Stick I talk. thought you said TikTok. I was like, it's not <laughs> no, TikTok. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, don't disrespect TikTok like is like my favorite. Okay, yeah, song. no, that's, yeah. I got March Madness. I, I love that song. And then third one, I feel like these top three are pretty consensus. I got Young Thug. Yep. Uh, favorite song, Wyclef Jean, Can't Go Wrong. And then my fourth one, there's a whole lot of people you put here. I think I know who Andy would put here. I think, would you go play Boy Cardi? I would, yeah. I'm going Uzi. Yeah, actually, Uzi I like Cardi. Uzi more than Cardi. I, I like on. I love. I like Uzi. Uzi more than Cardi, but like I think if you're just talking about trap, I think that Cardi makes better trap music. But Uzi I think definitely has be- uh, more listeners. Uzi makes yeah, better songs. music. I just think Uzi's music. like I just don't like Cardi's style. Cardi's. <laughs> I love Cardi. 
But like, dude, but I, I used to hate Uzi it. Have it's not for Uzi doesn't like, have a bad Uzi. 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 Nah, he has a lot of people songs. don't like Eternal. Uzi, Uzi has like Demon Uzi. High or whatever it's called. Demon High was, that was terrible. The, one of the worst songs I've ever heard. He doesn't, he doesn't have a bad album. No, but his albums are all like people didn't like Eternal Take. That was the album that really made that album fan. Like I didn't love Uzi before then. I just kind of started listening to rap when that album came out, and I loved Eternal Take. What's your favorite? What's your favorite Uzi album? Favorite Uzi album. Dude, mine is Love is Rage. Probably, yeah, you can't go wrong. I, I honestly think it's perfect love tape. A lot of people like Love That's, that's my favorite because I just underrated. remember sitting in like math class or something, Bro. seventh grade. Yeah. Seventh, I, did, I didn't like know nothing about love. I was coming off like just listening to like pop music and stuff, like just yeah. what I heard on the radio. And someone was like, yo, like listen to Lil Uzi. I was like, Lil Uzi? Isn't that like Bro. a gun in a video game? And <laughs> yeah. I just didn't know what was up. I like, yeah. uh, and I was like, wow. Like, this I is like, like really Love is Rage just because my like two favorite Uzi songs, Paradise and 7 a.m. Paradise is so good. Paradise is I, such Love a good is Rage too. I mean, you Love can, is Rage too is also good. You can be, I really like, that's album. like the basic top Uzi album, but you can't go wrong. Yeah. Like, that album is so good. Yeah. But yeah, those are my top four trap artists. All right, Dim, you want to go next? Sure. Um, so, this, I don't think mine is as deep or. You know, intellectual, but I was hungry when I made my list, and uh, a lot of my friends know my favorite food is cereal. <laughs> so I did my Mount Rushmore just on you know four cereals because why not? This might get heated. This might get heated. Hey, that's what that's what we want. But uh, so you know, there's a bunch of different types of cereals. You eat cereal for different reasons, but you need a sugary cereal, Frosted Flakes, Staple, okay. Tony that's the fine. Tiger. You yep. belong up there. Yeah, I just fine. feel that yep. that that belongs. Yeah, that's fine. You Another type better of have Lucky Charms up there. That's fine. That's fine. Another cereal. You need chocolate cereal. Chocolate cereal. I was waiting. Please. Detrimental. Don't go wrong you here. Don't say what I think you're gonna say. You gotta have cocoa puffs. Yes. Uh, no. Yes. No. Cocoa Krispies yes. are better than cocoa puffs. Not puffs. You would say cocoa, cocoa puffs. Krispies are better cocoa than cocoa puffs. puffs. All right. You, you can say whatever you want for the next two. I don't care. And then. You need a fruity cereal. I swear to God. You know, you can be a little fruity sometimes. You got to have Fruit Loops. Yep. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I yep. just think Fruit Loops Martin. are good. But yep. like, I just don't know. I think they belong. And I know what you're about to say next. Better, than, and I'm better just, than Fruity Pebbles. I, I think I know what he's saying. I don't even want to hear it. Don't even get me started then, on this. In my opinion, the don't best cereal is out there. Don't this even. is my wild card. It's Cap'n Crunch. Wait, has to be hold on. Crunch berries or no crunch berries? I think either works, but I like crunch berries better. Crunch berries are mid. I've Captain Crunch straight. <laughs> Captain Crunch straight is the goat. Captain Crunch is really good. You guys have me try that. Captain really Crunch, yeah, good. I put I put Jack on it. It was really good. Unbelievable. I My mom it. doesn't buy. I think you, got, uh, you can win me over with Captain Crunch. Dude, I can't stay mad if I'm. I just mad. don't think you can go Fruit Loops over Lucky Charms. You know, it's a fair argument. Yeah, but. I gotta go, Captain Crunch. That's my bread and butter. Did you ever see they they sold bags of just the marshmallows from Lucky Charms? Yeah, I have seen. That's where kids got diabetes. It was disgusting. (laughs) I got one. It was the most American thing I've ever heard in my life. Terrible. I feel like Lucky Charms. You gotta eat like what? What what are the ones that aren't the marshmallows? Just the grain part. The grain, whatever. I just call them. You got you got to eat those to earn the marshmallows. If you're the kid, like, and you gotta have the ratio correctly. Right. You gotta gotta have the ratio. You gotta focus. You can't just pick through the marshmallows. If if you just eat all the marshmallows first, you're left with a bowl. (laughs) For peak for peak enjoyment, you gotta have a perfect ratio. Right. Like you, you take your spoonful. You gotta have the right amount of milk, and you have all that other stuff on it. It's perfect. Lucky Charms, you have to but get it right. Though. If if Mount Rushmore had five faces, Lucky Charms would be up there. Yep. All right. So for me, I'm doing hip hop in general. I know Jack did trap, but I'm going to do hip hop in general. And I don't think this is a controversial list, but you know, you never I know. How ag- I think feel. we agree on most of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so for you got to have Eminem in the Mount Rushmore. Okay. I thought he's about the, doing he's rappers. A, he was he's the 
greatest rapper of all time, probably. I think yeah, in like terms of being wise. able to deliver his lyrics yeah. and also yes. having the ability to say whatever he wants about <laughs> yeah, whoever he, he wants. Did not yeah, care. he did not care. He's, he's got that car. He's got that. You no, know. He's definitely also, you got to have argue like my favorite probably rapper of all or like hip hop artist of all time, mm-hmm. Kanye. Yes. I think Kanye has changed music or hip hop in general yes. more than any artist. What he did with his first projects with a college dropout, late registration, graduation was unbelievable. And then he like put Chicago rap, like he put it on the map. Chirac. 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 And then, and then what he did with 808s changed music forever. Like it's never going to be the same. He's the greatest artist ever. Like artist as a whole, like production wise, lyrically wise, music. That's a good argument. As a whole, yes. Like think think about his, his, he's such a good producer too. It's unbelievable. And he's got like the longevity. Like, yeah, think yeah. About it. He's still I dropping. Mean, late red or sorry, college dropout released in like 2004. Some people think that's his best album, and then Donda dropped in 2021. Some people think that's his best album. Yeah, like, those are 17 years apart. Yep, that's just crazy to think that there's a like and all his projects in between. Each of them is special, and they all have like yep. a meaning to it, and they all help to tell his story about like his you know really interesting life. So yeah, I totally. I watched, uh, I watched the first, the first episode. episode. I, think I, still, I still haven't seen it. So you should get on it. I think good. it's really good. It's crazy it's to see. They like picked him up when he was like 18. Kid, it's still at braces. Like, well, yeah. he he. The reason he got famous or like got big, he used to make beats for Jay Z. Yeah. And then he saved some beats, and yeah. then he was like, "These are mine." <laughs> <laughs> and then Jay heard him rap, and it's just the rest happily did himself. Yep. So for the third one, I have Biggie. Okay. Uh, Notorious B.I.G., everybody knows he's, like, one of the GOATs. Yeah. For me, I think Ready to Die is probably, like, a top three rap album ever. Like, that is yeah. literally a perfect album. Uh, and I just think you can't deny what he did in the short time his career. He had a career. I don't think you can deny it. He put East, East, Coast, East Coast rap really on the map and really put it up for a fight against West Coast because West Coast was dominating at the time. And uh, for my fourth, this might be a little bit different than a lot of people would say. But I have Lil Wayne. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Juice. I have Lil Wayne. <laughs> Dude, I mean, Juice is the most we talented. Know you put Juice up there. That's I was very talented. But Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne is every rapper is today pretty much favorite. Yeah, rapper, no, favorite that's, rapper. Yeah. Lil Wayne has influenced the rap game so much with his sound, with his flow, his lyrics. He, he started just saying like, whatever the fuck came up in, or, oh, uh, whatever came up in his head, and uh, I think that's really cool, and I think that. Uh, influenced a lot of people today. Yeah. Plus, he's got the intro to uh, Skip and Shannon Undisputed. No yeah. one else can say that. Yeah. I'd personally put Kendrick in there. Um, yeah. Just, that's that's a respectable a, list. Like, I, I won't argue against it, but I would. It's I think, expendable. I mean, I think, I think Good Kid Mad Eminem and Kanye, you can't replace. I think you can no, Eminem and Kanye, because before I did Trap, I thought about doing rappers, but like I don't really listen to Biggie. I don't know that much about his music because I haven't really listened to it. So that's why I didn't do rappers. Because I knew that guys like him and Tupac should be in the conversation, but I don't listen to him enough to really talk about him. Yeah, but Wayne's a good pick for sure. I didn't even think about Wayne, but I would. I think I, think I would. Wayne, I would have had Kendrick. Wayne and has Kanye. never released a bad album. Probably, yeah. Wayne, Wayne would probably be my source. He's, so He's so good. Yeah. The only yeah, I mean, you could maybe take out Biggie for Kendrick, but I just think what I think Biggie was a pioneer. I think yeah. so many people on no, rap are pioneers that and, you can't yeah. deny it. And Wayne, I mean, his versatility is insane. Yeah, like he looks but, like a germ, and he his voice is kind of weird, but he, he like no, it's authentic. His, it's not his, weird. His verse with Polo, 
like a lot of people don't like Polo, but his song Gang Gang with Polo G, his verse is so good. <laughs> like or it's so what's good. And it's his music that, so his good. what's poppin' verse. I personally think Tori has the best verse on that. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't love Wayne's verse. On that I like song. Wayne's I verse. I like that style but, of song. They just bring on everyone. Oh yeah, it's like a super track. That's a song. Remember when he announced it? Go off that song, like where they just bring in so many people, or like a lot of forever songs. Eminem, Drake. I think it's Uzi, um, Migos, and Travis Scott. You think about that one? You think about the one with two chains? I don't remember. There's one that has like five or six people on it. Fast and Furious has some interesting songs. Yeah, Fast and Furious <laughs> does. But uh, I like like all the Dreamville songs. How they have like Dreamville so Return of the Dreamers was awesome. Co- like Costa Rica, that song Costa is so Rica good. Is crazy sacrifices. Is it's gotta be so fun making those songs. Like oh, if yeah. uh, if everyone's in the studio at the there same was a, time, if they're just like doing it at different times, maybe there was a happen. documentary for them recording Revenge of the Dreamers, and I don't know if you guys know the song Wells Fargo is the mm-hmm. interlude, but it's like oh, super yeah. hype song. There's a clip of them recording That's that in the studio. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get the bazooka or whatever. That song. There's a clip in the documentary of them recording that song, and they're all like jumping around screaming in the studio. It looks so. Fun. That's gotta be sick. It looks crazy. That's what we do. You guys just don't know. Yeah, we're we're jumping around right now. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, those are our Mount Rushmores. Yep. All right, we'll do more of those in the future. Those are fun to do. Uh, next conversation. This is Jack. Doesn't really know too much about baseball. Yeah. But um, first MLB topic. First MLB about. topic. But me and Damon are fans of baseball. And we have on the list, should Barry Bonds be in the Hall of Fame? But I also want to add, should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? So what do you think about those two? So Barry Bonds, um, you know, they had the Hall of Fame induction and election this year. The Baseball Writers of America voted. And this was Barry Bonds' last chance to get in the Hall of Fame. I think he retired retired in, I think, 2007. So this was his last year to make it in. And they didn't vote him in. And I think that's wrong. I get that his name has been tied very much to steroids and like, you know, PEDs and doping and all that. But I just think you watch him play. He played in the steroid era. Baseball was dying in the mid nineties and him and guys like Sammy Sosa and Mark, Mark McGuire brought it back and everyone was juiced and people love, you know, people are going to watch baseball if everyone's hitting bombs and there's records to watch and there's records being broken and so he was just an amazing talent. And when I tell you, like, pitchers were petrified of him at the plate. They would they were, walk him when the were, bases are loaded. They, he got walked with the bases loaded. Like, they were scared to throw him the ball. And, yeah, there's guys that hit bombs all the time now. But, you know, I think pitchers enjoy the challenge and they'll go after him. They did not like throwing to Barry Bonds. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree. I think Barry Bonds is honestly, like, probably the most dominant baseball player of all time. I don't think there's much of an argument there. Maybe Mike Trout. Um, but, uh, and on the other person I mentioned, Pete Rose, Pete Rose is probably the most talented, one of the most talented hitters of all time. You can agree with that. Yeah. He's the and hit record. there he's is 4, no way that he should not be in the hall of fame for betting on, on the team, right. on the games. Like that's awful. And it was when he was, it wasn't even when he was a player. It was when he was the manager. Right. I think, I think he might've done it both. I, I read like the first like 10 chapters of his book or whatever. Dude lived an interesting life, but yeah, I mean, he didn't cheat. You know, you might have, you can talk about the integrity of the game all you want. He's banned from baseball. His names are like uh, expunged in the record book or whatnot. But like, I feel like it does baseball a disservice to not talk about these guys. And I think because the way it works is it's the baseball writers of America that vote, and they're like essentially the committee that puts guys in the Hall of Fame and they control Bunch all of old it. guys, old heads. I I don't think it's good for the MLB and the new brand of baseball that we have to not have guys in there like that. Cause 
I feel like it just makes baseball more fun. I think and, they got to have younger guys yeah. voting on it too. Yeah, there's a lot of the old guys are stuck in their ways and don't want. Right. I mean, baseball is a really old sport. I mean, you know, it, we've had you know official games going back to the 1800s. Not many other leagues have that, and it's our pastime. And it's starting to die. You don't see it be as popular with youth nowadays. A lot Cross. of guys this is, this, is, this, is, this is on the come up. A lot of kids go to you know college. They want to play lacrosse. Um, it's getting more recognition. Cross is a great sport. I mean, I, I do crap on it occasionally, but I think it's a <laughs> it's a mutual baseball. Lacrosse. I'm, I'm sure I would have a blast if I you know picked up a lacrosse stick at a younger age and got good at it. But it's just it you know it breaks my heart a little bit to see baseball kind of die off the way it has. But at the same time, we see guys like Fernando Tatis. That's good for baseball. He's like the Patrick Mahomes. Right. It, I, yeah. It's good for the sport. People like watching him. Like even if he's in a slump. Shohei Otani. People will pay $100 to go watch those guys. Shohei Otani, right. he's revolutionizing the game. He's like – he had probably the most impressive season ever last year. I think so. You know, He's he, the guy that hits uh, and pitches, right? He yes. hits and pitches. And they brought him over from Japan. Both. He <laughs> was second in the league in home runs and he also was a very – Not only he does he hit home runs, he That's hits insane. them far. He puts the ball like 450 feet. He has that uppercut swing. He in the All Star game, he was the leadoff hitter for the team, and he started. started for the pitcher. For That's never been That's done insane. before. I don't think we'll, you, we won't see that done by anyone else. <laughs> like never. No one's I don't know, be... dude. With the way he's influencing the game, it could influence more people to do what he's right. trying to do. But I think it's not, all sports. Are it's not only his influence though. It's like, does is anyone like talented enough or athletically capable of doing that? I think that's rare. It's not even that he tried to do it. It's just I don't know if anyone else could do it. Do you think it's natural athleticism or do you think it's work? Like work and Yeah, grind? work. I mean, I just think, you know, at the way baseball is structured in America, I feel like after age like 16, they make you. I mean, if you're a good enough pitcher, they essentially make you be, you know, a PO, a pitcher only, if you think you're going to commit to college to pitch. Yep. And, you know, most players in – America go to college before they go to the MLB. You know, if that's their path, it's not like hockey where there's a bunch of other leagues. But at the same time, it's just different. I like the idea of seeing, you know, pitchers and hitters be the same person. What do you think about the MLB getting rid of uh, pitchers batting in the National League? They implemented a universal DH for next season. I don't like that. You don't? I like it. I think it was necessary. I think it's needed because if you think about it, you know, these guys who are really good at hitting but don't want to field, like, yeah, it's a part of the game and you can't just be lazy, but it made the National League less competitive because they didn't want to go play in the National League because they don't want to hit. Or, sorry, they don't want to field. And then there's pitchers who absolutely do not want to hit. They stayed away from National League teams. And so I think this, you know, there's no other sport where both conferences or both leagues, because that's what the MLB calls them, have different rules. I just found that that was the strangest thing for the longest time. I feel like it should be interesting, but I don't know. Part of me with baseball, like I grew up with baseball, and it, it, like you said, it's sad to see it like die out. And I feel like at this point, they're just taking whatever measures to make it come back a little bit. Yeah, and it's just it's sad to see the game changing because I don't want to not recognize the game I fell in love with as a kid. You know what I mean? I do. Yep. Um, going back to Barry Bonds, though. So you look at you look at his stats: all-time leader in home runs, seven hundred sixty-two. I don't know if Crazy. that'll get broken. I think Trout was on pace. Mm, injuries. I, injuries. Pujols, he's like close, but he'd have to play five more years, I think, like hitting like – he'd probably have to get like 15 a year. And 
he could do that, but I don't think he could. He wants to play for that many more years because he's old. Um, he's also the all-time leader in um, in walks, and then he's the all-time leader in intentional walks. He got I, there's some advanced metrics and stats that he would get walked so often, and they would they just they would stop throwing to him. Yep. Imagine how many home runs you could do. Uh, you could he could get if they stopped intentional yeah. walking people. Mm-hmm. And then they have crazy. like. The, uh, the stat in baseball where they combine home runs and stolen bases to kind of show your versatility as a player. So that you get 40 of each in a season, they call you a 40-40 man because it shows not only do you hit bombs, but you know you make your way around the bases you can steal. He's got 514 stolen bases. So he's he's a 500-500 guy all time. That's crazy. That, that's crazy to think. That combination of speed and power, and you know he's on base enough where he can steal. I'd have to check the stats, but I don't know. I don't think there's another guy with that. There might be a few 400, 400 guys, yep. but I don't know if anyone else. Because he was a good outfielder early in his career. A lot of people don't know he played for the Pirates. Yep, he was great. Before he went to the uh, – well, that's also why I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. He put up Hall of Fame numbers. On the Pirates. Before he allegedly like the well, years he, he – No, 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 no. But I'm talking about like the exact time frame of when he did steroids. Well, do you think – it's like do you think A-Rod will be in the Hall of Fame? I don't – I think A Rod is. I don't think he will. I think he should. A Rod's the greatest fielder ever, in my opinion. Like he's one of the greatest fielders ever. Like you can't deny that. I think he showed that he could have been. I don't think he did it long enough. Like yeah. But then again, I mean, I only watched so many prime Alex Rodriguez games. I didn't like him growing up because I was a Red Sox fan. But uh, yeah, I think I think A Rod should get in. You know, he's got the numbers, and he's, like, really high on the list in all-time home runs. I think he's top five. He almost got to 700. Um, but, yep. yeah, Barry Bond should get in. P. Rose should get in. A-Rod, all I feel, I feel like, I feel like the guys who did steroids should get in. Some I, of them. Yeah. Mark uh, McGuire wasn't that great before steroids. I, I don't know if I can speak to that, but, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe not. But yeah. I just – but uh, it's just crazy to think that these guys might not. Yep. He's never going to get a chance to get in. I remember they were making jokes saying, like, oh, he should sign a one-day contract to reset his clock um, to when he can get in the Hall of Fame. I was like, they should do that. I mean, because they should give him another chance, and they got to put in some new voters to get Barry Bonds in the Hall of yep. Fame. Yep. All right, so our, for our next segment, you know, we have our hot takes analyst. We're going to bring in Josh Denman to do a take or two for us. How you doing, Josh? Not not that bad. What's going on with you guys? Not much. You got some hot takes for us? Uh, I got one for you today. All right. All right. So my hot take for today is released to the NFL. I don't think that uh, the, that Mike Tomlin is that great of a coach, which is very controversial uh, when it comes to uh, a lot of NFL fans. But I just see him as a coach that – as a lot of people say now, I think he's mid. I think he has I, – I think he – he yes, the only argument that people say is that he has never had a losing season, but I think that's because – Doesn't that say enough? I think that he's had the talent on his roster to be able to have a lot more wins. Who did than he have this actually. year, Josh? Yeah, this year he had the yeah, worst he, quarterback in the league, oh, like the worst oh, offensive line in the league. His Uh-oh. number one wide receiver went down. Number two went down. Is Juju one or two? Juju's Claypool. one. Claypool's two. Claypool was in and out of injuries. Yeah. So he had no receivers, no offensive line, no quarterback, and they still made All the All they had was a running back. 
they had, yeah, they had one great running back. He was a rookie, and, and they gave him an that unreal defense. amount of The have ball. always had a good defense. That's what they're known for. Yeah, That's they've always had Mike Tomlin's a great coach, I think. He's, Tomlin is a Hall of Fame coach. He's yeah. one of the best coaches in the past. Bro, he's in the, got the two 2000s, rings. he's one of the best coaches. He's I got mean, two rings. I he, mean, yes, he should have gone to Super Bowl with like AB and Le'Veon Bell and Big Ben. Like they should have gone to Super Bowl, but he was also playing against Tom Brady. Yeah, um, I mean, but I'm not hard to play. Tom he's got Tomlin two, is, two rings as a coach. I don't yeah. think he's a mid coach. I do think the one thing I am very critical of is he doesn't control his locker room. That is true. Yeah. The Steelers have divas. always kind of been like a bunch of punks. I don't know if it's punks, but they're all trigger happy. They say what they want. They do what they want. Like Ben they, literally said this year, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna lose." <laughs> yeah, going into the yeah, Chiefs, he's I like, just, "We're just gonna have fun." <laughs> I just don't. I don't think do you that. should ever convey that message. Um, you know, there's the stuff where like AB got in trouble because he went on live after a win in the locker room. I just think with a lot of the coaches, like, yeah, I understand the athletes are professionals. They get paid millions of dollars too. But they're not above the coaches. I don't feel like as an athlete you should ever feel you're above the coach, even if, you know, your brand is bigger or they're a newcomer. But, like, and Mike Tomlin, I mean, I'm not in the facility. I don't know what goes on. I'm sure they all respect him. And, like, you know, he does a good job. You know, he puts out a good product usually on the field. Steelers are a historic franchise. And, once again, he's got two rings. But it's just – I think it's different now. And it'll be interesting to see how that franchise does – now that Big Ben's gone, that yeah. generational talent and, you know, leader of like 15 years now that he's gone, how do they rebuild and what do they do? I don't think you can ever be considered a bad coach if you have never had a losing season. Unless you're Adam Gase. I don't think Mike Tomlin's going to be able to, get, to have a good – like, I don't think he's going to – have a good season or beat have like next year? Yeah. Well, who do you guys think will I be think their quarterback? I think the Steelers get a decent like, quarterback. Who do you guys, think, do you guys think they get? Allow me to ask you why not? Why not? What? Why, why won't they be good? Because they, they're literally the only thing they're going to do is they're going to use Najee Harris. Like they're going to run with him in, in an extreme amount. Sure? He's, what about throwing the ball to <laughs> Deontay They'll have a better O line. They'll think, have a healthy wide receiver okay. room. Do you what think, about throwing the ball to Juju, Deontay Johnson? Oh, I about that. And who's going to throw that ball? Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph? Is they're gonna draft a quarterback? Rudolph sucks. They got Dwayne Haskins too. But even if I Dwayne mean, Haskins, you're, you're talking about the team I, right I, now. They, this has nothing to do with Mike Tomlin. There was reports coming out the other day that they're planning on having Mason Rudolph. I saw that too. Right? I think they draft. They, they're Rudolph. watching practice. They see what goes on. I mean, I think he was a good quarterback in college. Mason tank. Rudolph was. He was a big dude. I don't think Tomlin will tank. I think they, I think it might be a situation I, I, where they try to pay him to tank, but I, Tomlin's not going to – I think they drive – Their defense is going to be good again next year. They got TJ Watt coming back. Watt, Mink is coming back. Um, their linebackers are going to get healthy, and they signed uh, Ryan Flores. Yeah, they got – yeah. He's – he got screwed. He yeah. he should be a head I, coach I guarantee after NFL. next year. If not, coach. he should be a defensive coordinator. What is he? Like head he's defensive like a, He's assistant. an assistant linebacker coach or That's something unbelievable. like that. Something, that is so, unbelievable. I feel so good. I, don't, I hope he wins that lawsuit. Did I you see he won? He was offered like millions of dollars to lose. No, it's he like, was offered $100,000 per loss. Oh, someone, someone it was 100 k per loss. I mean, I don't want to be the boy who cried wolf, but I do side uh, Brian Flores. He got no, screwed. He, yeah. um, He'll be a head coach He, after he came year. out of the Patriots system. He's a really good defensive head coach. He's got a mind like Belichick, so – I feel like he should have. What a job he, he did a great job with the Dolphins. Last he did. Year. He turned that team around. <laughs> they were one in seven, and then they almost made the playoffs. Everyone's like, "Oh, well, they were one in seven. I, I don't care. <laughs> like, you turn that team around. I think he's a guy people want to play for, and he's smart. Yeah, no, he's a good. Like, he's young, There's he's a lot of control. bad coaches I think that are out there in the NFL right now that aren't uh-huh. legit, and he should definitely have one of their jobs for that guy though. I'd like to yeah. take that job, especially like what like the Dolphins were in no position to like get rid of him. That's like, why they shouldn't have for the year before. 
Or 11, they went 11 and 5. Dolphins? My bad. I don't think they did. Yes, they did. In 2020. They went 11 and Was that the five? Miami Miracle League? I think, year? No. I think the Steelers go. I don't think they did. Yeah, I think that their best is 6 and 11 next year. I think that's where the. 6 and 11. 6 and 11? Well, we'll, we'll do a division. I mean, that could change if they get someone. I think I think, they, I think they draft Malik Willis. Aaron Rodgers won't go to the Steelers. Rodgers is not. Going I don't to think Aaron Rodgers leaves. I don't. I think that's what. I think it's. Sorry, possibly. the Dolphins went ten and six in twenty twenty. Okay, that's not bad. That's not. Yeah, not twelve and four. My bad. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's no, that's, that's a good that's year. Pretty good. Yeah, that's a good year. NFL, that's With that good. team, that team is trash. Yeah, I just I feel they did digress. They got Hunter Long. Consider alone. Goes out there and blocks, <laughs> run play, and then he's on the sideline hey, for the game. He got one reception, but I mean, did he? Did he really? Nine yards, I think. That's, really? That's, that's crazy. one point nine fantasy points. That's crazy. Should have picked him up that week. Probably got me more scoring fifty points a week at the end of the year because McCaffrey and Swift went down. Nah, you know what I got to do? I got to win my leagues. It's okay. <laughs> so you know that was a good conversation talking about. It. Thanks, Josh, for bringing on the hot take mm-hmm. as always. Um, that about wraps it up for our episode. We go on school break next week, so this is our last episode for a little while. We're looking to hit the ground running in March. You know, we got nice weather coming our way. Hopefully, we have a snowstorm tomorrow. But after that, hopefully, you know, the sun starts to come out. We're going to get closer to spring, closer to baseball. Andy and, I, Andy and I got baseball, March Madness. Jack's going to have lacrosse. Looking to have some, uh, you know, more exciting content to put out for you guys and some, you know, guest stars to have in the future, get some good interviews with some uh, – local hawks and get you know more people on the podcast and as always make sure to follow us subscribe uh push it out to your friends let us let them know to listen and uh you know follow us on instagram follow hawks nest and uh thanks for listening guys yep. be, tu- be sure to turn in tune in soon all right thanks SST.